This is the Father Matters Show with your host, Vance Sims. Father Matters is committed to building stronger, healthier communities by supporting, encouraging, and enlightening today's fathers and families. And now, your host, Vance Sims. Welcome to the Father Matters Show. I'm your host, Vance Sims. Thank you for joining us on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Mark your calendar for this Wednesday, this Wednesday, October the 14th, for our Man Talk Workshop. Men out there, you've got to come and join us. This is the last Man Talk Workshop of this year, 2015. So for more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Today's guest is Chuck Fitzgerald from the Arizona Council on Faith-Based and Community Initiatives. Welcome to the Father Matters Show, Chuck. Thank you, Vance. Happy to be here. Yes. Chuck, what is the Arizona Council on Faith-Based and Community Initiatives? Well, this council um, is kind of what it says. Um, What we try to do is we try to bring organizations, uh, the caring community together from the different sectors in our community. So, for instance, we have people from government, people from the faith community, people from business, people from nonprofits, from service clubs get together uh, we meet once a month, and we just talk about what's going on in our community, learn a little bit about each other, and uh, uh, our tagline kind of says it all, too, and that is, we're better together. And so that's what we try to do is just be together. Absolutely. And, Chuck, of course, Father Matters, myself personally, is a part of that. And I love it because I'm getting the opportunities. You know, you find out about grandparents raising grandparents organizations all the way across to uh, churches that are putting on youth programs. We've got to come together. I mean, I don't think it's happening enough, you know. So what do you think that's the, the importance of that? What are you seeing yeah. coming out of that when we all in there? I yeah. mean, it's 40, 50 of us in there at a time. Yeah, that's, it's, it is amazing. And, and it's it's been around for about six, mm-hmm. a little more than six years. And it actually started in government. It started in Governor Napolitano's uh, administration. Oh, way back. Yeah, so that it, it started then. And then when she left to go um, on the national level in the president's administration, uh, we decided, uh, myself and a couple other leaders there, decided let's keep this going. It's t- it's too good to give up. So we moved it out into the into the community, if you will. And so the idea behind it is uh, to get people to care about the same thing together in the same room. Uh, so uh, to do that, you have to have a little structure. Uh, for instance, uh, we have we have a we meet once a month, mm-hmm. same time every month. We have an agenda that goes out. We have minutes that go out after the meeting. And the neat thing about it is when we put a topic out there, let's say, for instance, that our topic would be good parenting. Okay. If that was going to be our topic, then the people that show up are the people that care about that topic. Yes. And so uh, communication is the key to making a group like that work. So communicating what the topic is going to be, if we'll have a guest speaker, telling people who that might be. And then of the 300 or so people that are part of this council, uh, we usually get about 50, yeah. uh, somewhere between 40 and 60 yeah. people show up. And the ones that show up care about that topic and are working on that topic. And that's what I love about it because I've been to like three, four in a row because I try to hit everyone that I can because it's, that's two or three months when I'm just tied up. And I've been there with topics that I'm not so interested in, and it's but it's all new faces. And then you end up hearing different information. It's like, I'm glad I came because you find out how that can play a role within your ministry, your organization, or your business. How important is for something like this to come? I mean, because, Chuck, you've got, you guys got this thing. You're priming the pump, the pump right now. I mean, it, it is steady. It is a nice flow. 
how and why? What, what kind of networking go yeah. on in this type of thing? Yeah, typically when people get together, there's there's typically someone that's doing the convening. And if that's a particular organization, then the meeting kind of takes on that flavor. So, for instance, let's say that a, a United Way was convening the meeting, then most of the things that are talked about in that meeting will have to do with United Way, what they're trying to accomplish. And not everybody wants to come to to hear about another organization's, you know, inner mission, workings, right. you know, and mission and stuff. They want to come together, learn more about their community, and be better connected, feel better about their connection in the community when they leave. And so, to, so what we've done is we've tried not to – make it about a single organization. And so as a group coming together, it's not like we're off doing events together and we're, right. we're not, we're not doing that. It's a, it's a two hour commitment once a month, come together, meet people that are working around the same issues you care about. Mm-hmm. And then you go out and make connections with them and you work with them as you see fit after the meeting. And so it is all about networking and the idea that we're better together and there's no way you in your organization can do it all. And so the better connected you are, the better your organization Absolutely. In, the, in the families you serve. And I love when, when I've missed meetings in the past, you send out the meetings, you send out the minutes, should I say, uh, the agenda and everything. And it's like, it, it, sometimes it's almost like being at the meeting. When do we meet? I know you say we meet at the same time. What, what day and time? What, where at? What's going on? Yeah. So, um, we've, we've gotten in this rhythm where we meet the fourth Thursday of every month from at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. to noon, although we adjourn the meeting at 1130. So that last 30 minutes is just for networking. And so we happen to meet at Catholic Charities in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, they provide us the space. Uh, they they don't control the meetings. They really don't have a hand on it other than they control the, spa- control the space and they attend. And so we've been meeting there for probably five of the six years. Mm-hmm. And it's it's every fourth Thursday except – in November and December, there's some holidays around the fourth Thursdays, mm-hmm. and so we combine those two meetings to go early December. So we just met last Thursday, for instance, or you know, the fourth Thursday of, of every month. So right, um, I, I think um, October twenty so second, twenty second is that one is right? yeah, okay. uh, October twenty second. Yeah. So is it is it open to any and all groups? Do they do they need the RSVP? Yeah, there's there's no RSVP at all. Right. It's, if the to, if you care about the topic, uh, you're invited. We invite people to bring guests. Some guests stick, some don't, um, and it's open to the public. And that's that that's important to us that it is open to the public, that it's free of charge, and anybody is welcome. And uh, all that we ask is that you don't use this as your platform to drive whatever your issue is. Absolutely. Uh, you're part of the larger community. You come together and. And you um, you connect with folks. That's really the yeah. And, and, and I love it. I got to admit, Chuck, because you you have the the table in the back. It's like a network table where I love you. Let everyone introduce themselves. But like you said, it's not the time to turn a introduction into a miniature speaking engagement. But the the, the outreach table where everyone is open to bring information about what they're doing. And I've taken I have taken so much information back to my office, the Father Matters office, and customers are needing that. Because I love what yeah. you said. I can't do it all. You can't do it all. But together we can. I don't just serve grandparents. I serve everybody. But it was, I, I know I'm keep bringing that up. One, I was raised by my grandparents when I was little. So that's dear to my heart. But to, to be able to have someone say, this is also what I'm going going through. And I can pull a resource phone number. I can pull a resource website off just coming from that meeting. 
Right, and there's several ways that we do that. One one way that we do it, you mentioned briefly, and that is everybody gets to introduce themselves. And we do that with a little velocity. We, we don't want everybody to take five minutes, then you know, you'd never get to the, the, the rest of the meeting. But um, the purpose of that is so that you know who's in the room. So when you hear somebody say, I'm with a grandparents ambassadors group, you can go, oh, I need to go talk to that person yes. after the meeting. So you can kind of get your eye on them and say, i got to go right. find out who they are. So that's one thing that we do. Another thing we do that you mentioned is we do have a resource table where people can leave things and take things and, and that sort of thing, and there's really no limits to that. Uh, and a lot of folks appreciate that. But the, the third thing that we do uh, is that if you do have something that's m- more meaningful, more special, like like you mentioned uh, the, the event in October, now coming up next week, right? Um, uh, if you want to talk about that, you can get on the agenda and you can talk about it for a few minutes. And we allow people to do that. But you right. have to be on the agenda. we got to know ahead of time that you're right, going to do right. that. And then the fourth thing that we do is when we send the minutes out, they're just loaded with links to all the things that you heard in the meeting, all the brochures that were on the back table. All those things are available online available through this the mechanism of the minutes. Yes. So if you can't come to the meeting, you can at least get the minutes afterwards and you feel like you were already there. So those are the ways we try to make sure that everybody can talk about what they need to talk about and can get their information out to help other people serve families. Absolutely. And Chuck, how are the pastors? I've, I've been to several different ones, different yeah. pastors. How are they? You know, sometimes they say pastors are territorial, churches <laughs> this and all that. How How is that working out? Well, um, I think I think um, just the opposite of that is true. I think what what it is is uh, the way I like to say it is pastors are people too, right? Absolutely. And they're just like um, with Father Matters. That's your ministry. That I mean, it's it's a nonprofit, but it's your ministry. So you're a pastor, just like a pastor of a congregation might be. And so you care a lot about families as they do. And when when they attend these meetings, and they've attended a couple of them, they start to understand. People aren't coming to to the meeting necessarily to recruit folks for their own thing. They're really coming together to share their information. So the pastors kind of build up this this trust with the, with the larger community, where they don't have necessarily have another avenue to do that. Mm-hmm. So this gives them a chance to make those connections without all you know the pressures that you you, you might expect a pastor might have with a local business or something like that. Yeah, and and, and what I'm loving about this, Chuck, because I travel all over the country a lot, and we have a lot of listeners all over the country. They're always asking about, how are you guys doing this and doing that in Arizona? Who are you speaking to? So we're going to touch on that when we get back. You're listening to the Father Matters Show with Vance Sims, and today's guest is Chuck Fitzgerald with the Arizona Council on Faith-Based and Community Initiatives. We'll hear more from Chuck after this. Hey, men, Father Matters is introducing a new kind of support group that focuses on the challenges of fatherhood. Thursday nights, 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. This is our time to discuss any issues or concerns we have about parenting children of all ages. For more information, log on to fathermatters.org. Each session will focus on a specific aspect of parenting and the groups are structured in a way that lets everyone share. For more information about this father support group, visit fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Are you in need of family law legal services? 
contact fathermatters.org. Our purpose is to provide free legal assistance services to fathers and their families. Remember, you have the right to see your children, and no parent can take that right away from you. Being responsible financially for your children is required by law, but even parents without financial means have the right to see their children. Don't let a legal matter stop you from being an excellent and involved parent. For more information about free family law legal services, log on to fathermatters.org. That's fathermatters.org. Welcome back to the Father Matters Show. If you have not yet partnered with Father Matters, would you please consider becoming a Father Matters partner? The Father Matters Show is listener-supported, and all Father Matters programs and services are free to the community because of your generous donations. For more information about donating to Father Matters, log on to fathermatters.org and click on the Donate to Father Matters icon. If you're just tuning in, you can catch the top of the show at fathermatters.org. Also catch the Father Matters show nationally every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time by logging on to blogtalkradio.com or catch our archive shows anytime worldwide at soundcloud.com. Chuck, Father Matters, we have partnerships with the DES, um, uh, the, the Division of Child Support Services. We have partnerships with churches. We have partnerships with other agencies and organizations. And I get this a lot, and I'm so glad that you're on here. People always say, how do you get the leaders to buy in into starting something like a faith-based and community initiative? Well, that's a great uh, great question, Vance. And uh, my answer is it almost sounds like a little bit of a joke, but uh, I don't really ask for permission to start it. <laughs> you know, it's uh, the community – uh, is the, is the chief problem solver in in our world? It's not government. Government has a key role, but government is not the the principal problem solver. It's the community. So the community needs to come together, where whether other people want them to or not, mm-hmm. they need to come together and talk about their families, talk about what's happening right in their neighborhoods, and that's what we try to do with this faith council. We're in the midst of a three part series. In September, we we talked about good parenting. In October, it's going to be part two of Good Parenting. What does that look like? And I believe Father Matters will be part of that panel in October. And then in November, we're going to wrap up the three-part series. And the idea behind that is, um, you know, there are great models for parenting in our community. And uh, the problem is some of them are very uh, very, they're secrets. They're the best kept secrets in the community mm. in some regards. Um, so we want to get the word out uh, that there are some great models. There are things that we can do to help families be successful. Um, just a, a quick story to that, if, if I might, just for a moment, is I was at a meeting not that long ago where there was a pastor in the room, and the pastor was starting off the meeting saying, well, what would it look like at your place of work if there was more heaven on earth? And that's an interesting question. And I, at the time, I worked for the state, and so I thought about that for a couple minutes, and then I said, if there was more heaven on earth working at the state, then our families would be restored. Our families would be reconciled. A lot of the social ills we have in our communities um, uh, start at the, because of the collapse of the family. And so this, this issue of families and good parenting is, is top of my list. Uh, it is for this faith council as well. And so we've put this series together to help 
uh, people in the faith community, the business community, the nonprofit community understand there are great models out there. We just need to plug into them. We need to understand what they are, things that work, and then we go replicate those. So that that's that's a long answer to your real short mm-hmm. question, but that gives you a sense of what we think this council can do. It's unique position to be able to do that. Uh, this council isn't a funding council, so people don't show up because they're going to get money. Right, right. You know? So the conversation's a whole lot different That's because right. it's people coming together that just care about these issues. And what I love, Chuck, you know, Father, we do workshops at community centers, we churches, other agencies and organizations. I love it when we get invited to bring a Father Matters workshop at a church. People, oh, man, is this a church thing? Is this? No, it's just where we're, who's hosting it. And then... When you see some of the men who may not have been to church on Sunday with their spouse, they come to our workshop on a Saturday, and then you see these guys all of a sudden going to church that very next day. Now, we're not saying we're telling them what you need to do. You just feel it, and, and because being a good father, being a good man, it is spiritual. We can't do it without that, but and most importantly, we cannot do it without other men. And then sometimes I love it when I see some churches bring some of their events out to a park, out to a community center. And it's like we're all people, you know. And so to see that melting pot, and I'm saying all that because that's what happens when I'm always at the faith-based and community initiative meetings to see someone doing a – having a sex trafficking organization sitting right next to a, a pastor. And you realize that we have some of these issues in the church are in the world. Some of the issues in the world are in the church. So we've got to come together. That's right. I, could, I can't say it any better. That's excellent. Um, you know, when I think about the different uh, topics that we've had at, our, at the council meetings over the years, uh, we, had, we had a lady come in and talk about pornography and how, how uh, pornography actually changes the physical makeup of the brain and how it's addictive and some of the problems with that. And so when, when that lady was talking about it and you have a pastor that had never heard that before or a business owner that didn't understand that, you know, um, that's priceless. You, you know, if, if we were to tell them, come and learn about how pornography changes your brain, you know, no one would come to that. But they came because they knew the council was a safe place where you could discuss things, and they learn. People learn. All, I learn every every meeting. I learn something about our community I didn't know. And it is amazing, to, as you say, to see the different people sitting next to each yeah. other. And now, now they're, you know— I'll, I'll run into them out in the community somewhere, and they're having coffee at a coffee shop together See, because they met at that council. At meeting. that council, that's pretty awesome. And and, and I love it. I I've, I got I got invited over the summer to speak uh, at at a, at a church. It was a smaller church, about two three hundred uh, people in the congregation, but they didn't have a men's ministry. Every time they would try to put it together, it just fall apart or whatever. So the pastor would preach on Sundays. He would do a series about fatherhood and menhood. And the men felt like they was being preached at. They felt like they were being told what to do and they're not doing a good thing. He had me come in. I didn't come in to save the world, but it's like I pretty much said the same thing the pastor said, but it's almost like since it was a Saturday, you can come in jeans and and I was an outsider. And then to see these guys say, yeah, we need to step up and, and protect be be that husband, not just around the home, but around the church oh, great. as well. You know, so sometimes I love it because you may bring a faith-based leader into your organization or agency and say, hey, you speak on this about your strength. You, They hear it from another person. They love it just to get that, sharing that, going back and forth. 
Yeah, that's great. I, I I really like that example, and we've we've heard that come out of this council meeting as well, where some of these experts on some of these uh, social issues have been invited into the faith community to, to talk. There is something different about having an outsider come in and talk about it, you know. Um, and I I love the way you talk about uh, men needing to do life together, and I think that's very important. Yeah. Uh, you know, iron sharpens iron. I think we've absolutely. heard that somewhere before, right? Yes, so, absolutely. Yeah. So, and, you know, and, and I, I can't stress this enough, and it's just, you know, and, you know, you always hear in the politicians things, it's, it's you got to separate state and church and all this type of stuff. It's hard because you don't get that when we're at the faith-based in community. Well, yes, let me talk about that for a second. That's yes. a very good point. And, um, you know, I worked in government for eight years, and when I was there, people were looking at me like, why do you do this? What's this about? Didn't there, aren't there some rules with church and state? Mm-hmm. And I have a pretty simple explanation for that, and that is... Um, if we're serving the same families, we should be doing it together. And shame on us if we're not. In fact, the families think we are. The families think that we're all working together, government, nonprofits, faith communities, businesses. Uh, but in many cases, we're not. So if you picture some overlapping circles where you have a certain one circle is the faith community, another circle is government, another one might be business, mm-hmm. where they meet is is service service to families, right? And so that's where we need to be there together, working together. And that's what this council really stresses. You know, leave all your other stuff behind. You know, there are things in the faith community government's never going to do and vice versa. That's great. But where they overlap, it's in service. And we have to be serving together. The problems are too big uh, not to. So the issue of families, if that overlap, where the circles overlap, if that's families right there, right? And it is. I think that's what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, guess what? Government doesn't own families. It's the faith community that is all about the family structure, right? So the faith community has to be in the conversation where the government is supporting families. If it's not, uh, it's going to be underwhelming results. It really will be. And that's why we got to stop. I'm not saying that I see a lot of it, but I do see it. You know, the territorial, you know, everybody's this, this, these are my clients or whatever, how they, how they call it. And I don't call anyone that comes through the Father Matters though a client. They are a customer. And I always let my staff know at any day, at any time, we can be one paycheck away from being like the people we serve. And I also share a lot with people. A lot of us in this leadership positions or organizations and ministries, almost, Chuck, it's like some of us forget where we came from. We're not doing this for the money. If you're in ministry, organization, nonprofit, you're not doing it for the money. Most of us, I'll speak for me, I can relate to 95% of what people are going through when they come to a, through a Father Matters door. So how can I look down on someone? This is that opportunity to, 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 to give back. You know, the word says, when I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. When I was hungry, you gave me something to eat. And when I needed shelter, you gave me a place to stay. And then God said, but Lord, I didn't give you anything. But see, when you serve my people, when you serve people that have less than you, you are serving me. So that's what's important. Us not forgetting where we came from and coming together. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there's uh, to, to serve and serve effectively. Uh, humility is required. Um, everybody comes together. They leave a part of their pride aside, right? And come together for that family. That's humility. I heard humility defined as knowing God's position, but also knowing yours. Mm-hmm. And and I think about that all the time, uh, especially in these council meetings when we run these meetings. And not only to know our position as men, fathers and husbands, we must be in our positions. Yeah. You know, we've got to be, we've got to be, we've got to be. 
because a lot of us know this one guy said, you know, there's a difference between being being smart and getting straight A's. You know, if we're not using that smartness, people say, you, you, you know, we, we've, we've got to use that. We've got to use what we have. We've got yeah. to reinvent. Right. That's right. Well, if anybody ever wanted to learn more about how this council works, mm-hmm. uh, you can look it up on the website. Um, it's, it's called the web address is GodEnriches.org. And God enriches happens to be the Arizona state motto. That's why we chose that. I love that. So GodEnriches.org, you can see all of our past minutes, agendas and minutes there. And you can connect to me and other folks on the council through that website. And join us Thursday, October 22nd at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. at Catholic Charities in Phoenix. Chuck, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Father Matters Show. Send us your questions or comments to info at fathermatters.org. Thank you to my engineer, Jeremy Siegel. See you next week at the same place, same time. Have a great week, safe week. Thank you and God bless.